something small doesn't work today in your life, that doesn't mean that something big that you're aiming for will never work in your life. I am Ishani Nigam, your host, a recent graduate from the University of Melbourne, streaming from Australia. I help businesses, entrepreneurs in this post-COVID world to reach their target audience through engaging and intriguing audiovisual content. But over here, I help you, the aspiring leaders, students from all across the globe, to take your first step towards your goal. This season, we're taking your first step ever. There's also a bit of twist to it. We will be discussing something very important in taking your first step, which is you. It's all about you, your abilities and your internal environment that takes you to the first step. So my friends, get ready and get started for an engaging and really informative season where I engage with accomplished people who have taken their first step, but the way to the first step has been building their inner capabilities. And that is what we are going to unleash this season. So if you are interested to take that first step in whatever profession you want to, at wherever place you are right now, then get ready for this season. In today's episode of My First Step Ever, we are going to touch upon the simple things in life that go wrong, but how that should not stop you from doing what you really want to do in your life. Please welcome our guest speaker for today, Mark Pike, all the way from the United States of America. He is a businessman who has two ventures running under him and He is here to take us through those challenging times that he faced in his journey throughout, but had a mindset that got him going every time. So let's dig deep into his story today. Hey, thanks for having me on. Everyone faces a lot of challenges in their life. And I think when we are really early on in our career or in our universities, there are small things that happen and that dishearten us. But there are big things also that happen and really break us. Let's start from the very beginning, as you mentioned. There was something that happened while you were in your high school, which really, really affected you. Can you please take us through that journey of yours and what happened? Yeah, absolutely. So it was actually whenever I was in university. So I was in my final year of university and um, I was going for my accounting and business degree. And at that time, I actually already had a kid that, that was unexpected. And so it was really important that I graduated from college, went out and got myself a, uh, a good paying job. And um, somewhere in the last semester, I was meeting with my advisor and she told me that I wasn't going to have enough credits to graduate and that there was no way for me to get the credits. And I was devastated because I didn't, I wasn't aware of this at all. And, uh, but, but what I did is I did not accept what she told me. And so I left and instead of just giving up and, and pitying myself and feeling defeated, I, I dug deep and I found determination. And, and I really went out there. I ended up 
going straight to the um, the head of the university, talking to them about my situation, and basically coming up with every possible idea that I could and that uh, they could help provide me with to still graduate on time. And it took a lot of work and it took a lot of resourcefulness. The answers just weren't out there. Um, you know, my advisor didn't know how to help me. My, my other professors didn't know how to help me. And so it really took me saying, I don't accept what they're telling me. And I'm going to go out there and get creative and I'm going to get resourceful and I'm going to figure out what, what other ways I can make this happen because I believe that there is an answer to it. And so it was really several components. It was this determination that I'm not going to give up. You know, I'm going to try something. If it doesn't work, I'm going to go find someone else and see if they can help me. And then it was, um, you know, having a bit of compassion for myself because I had to talk to a lot of people to figure out how to, how to uh, graduate on time. And a lot of them said, you can't do it. No. And so I had to just keep trying. And then ultimately having that faith or belief that there was an answer, as long as I didn't give up, I could figure it out. That makes me think that it's so important to really believe that whatever the people are saying, the world is saying, let's just keep it aside. If you know something that you really have to do, you will find a way out. So as you mentioned that you did find a way out, you overcame that challenge. How, how did you go through it? What was your plan of action that really worked for you in the end? And you graduated on time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think, you know, my plan of action was to go out and try to find someone else that could help me. Because I didn't know what to do. I didn't know the back ends of the school system, of the university system, and what it would take. And so I just started going to different people, to different professors um, and different people within the, the institution to try to figure out what else is there. What, what, there's got to be something out there that most people don't know about that'll still get, allow me to graduate. And, um, and so that was a big part of it and just saying, okay, even if it doesn't work, I just need to tr try again and keep trying again and trying again. And, and that's what I did. And, uh, eventually I got through it. And instead of, you know, looking at it, like this is the worst situation. I tried to look at it as this is a great challenge and I'm going to rise to this challenge. And so instead of just being filled with fear, I could shift that a little bit and turn it into excitement, you know, and it's like, oh, this is going to be a cool story. And I got to tell people, you know, look what I did, um, especially whenever I was in the moment. It felt really good to to uh, go back to my advisor who told me in the beginning that I couldn't graduate and say, look, I did, you know, and so that was really satisfying. Yes, I believe uh, this is a great takeaway from what you just mentioned for all the listeners and. Uh, my friends out there I think what we can take away from your story is not just the resilience but also having the mindset of going and meeting different people which also means it's very synonymous to looking at different solutions to your problem so if you're stuck in any situation and if you think that you cannot go past it I think the first step is that of what Mike did is to just 
I think breathe and relax and tell yourself that this is what you really want and that there has to be a way out. And then you start approaching different people, approaching different solutions. So that can help you out with things that you are not aware of. Like you were not aware of the university system, but you felt there has to be a way that can help me. So in your life, my friends who are listening to us, if there is an issue and if you feel that you do not know the complete story, but something can help you, I think keep going out and talking to other people who you think can help you with that situation and do not get disheartened if one thing doesn't work. It's very difficult at times. And I think uh, by saying that, let me go to the next chapter of your life, which was, I think, even more difficult, but having this kind kind of mindset, Mark, the kind of mindset that you had, I think that helped you throughout your life because you had several challenges. This next one that I'm really interested in discussing is um, your ventures. It's not easy to start a venture and you're running two of them with your uh, wife, uh, which is also commendable. So when did you think of starting your own venture? Uh, were you always into you know entrepreneurship or you wanted to have your own business? Yeah, that's a great question. So I, I definitely tried a little bit of entrepreneurialism uh, whenever I was younger. And so, you know, before I finally had some successful businesses, I had some smaller failures along the way. And those are really important because they helped me learn. And I mean, I had some weird ones. I, at one point, I uh, thought I was going to raise pigs and like I was going to, that was going to be it, like a farmer, you know. And, <clears throat> but most of that was driven by the people that were around me because they were very entrepreneurial. And so, they were kind of helping to push me in that direction. Whereas I really wanted to go more in a direction of, you know, security. I want that corporate job. I was going to be an accountant. What what more secure job could I think of than that? But eventually, as I continued to read and and get mentorship and coaching in my life, I started to realize that the greatest returns from life weren't from security and that I needed to get out of my comfort zone because there were much greater rewards in having your own business, even, but the risk is greater for failure. But if you do succeed and when you succeed, the rewards are so much greater. And so what had happened is that I actually ended up getting fired from a job that I was in. I got laid off and Whenever that happened, instead of, you know, feeling defeated and feeling like, you know, my life was over because I was the, my, you know, main source of income, I said, this is an opportunity. How can, where is the opportunity at? And so I tried to find the positive in it because I do believe that life is happening for us. And so when something like that happens, there's positive somewhere in it. And the positive I took was, okay, this is a great time. For me to invest into my own business. And so I gave myself a timeline of four months. And in four months, I had I had to make back the income that I was making previously. And uh, it was a big goal. Didn't really seem achievable. Yeah. But, uh, but I thought, you know, I'll try it. And if I don't do it, that's fine. And then I'll go get a job. It's no big deal. Just a regular job again. And so uh, anyway, I did it. It worked. I was able to, uh, to be very successful in that, uh, in that venture and the rest is history. And so, yeah, I, I'll never go back to that. Uh, there's nothing wrong with working for someone by any means. It's a great way to build skills 
and to contribute to society. But um, if you can go out and start your own venture, even if it's a side job, you really will get a lot of uh, a lot of back from that. Yes, I can definitely watch for that because I think when I uh, do my own podcast, I have this liberty of, you know, creating things, um, coming up with concepts, you know, meeting different people and conversing with them, doing it at the time that I would like to do it if it's possible how to go ahead with things so it's very fulfilling but also as you mentioned there's a greater risk as well but a greater reward so uh, thank you for sharing that part of your life when you were um, because it's very difficult to lose a job when you're the only mm-hmm. owning member and um, I think that was a great mindset that you had taken forward and I think that kind of shows up time and again in your life which is a mindset that you have how did you get into this mindset i think i would like to ask before i go to the next question because i don't think so that one is born with that and it takes a lot of time to you know get into that mode to have that mindset that something happens wrong and then you switch that uh, thing on in your mind and you know it's so focused no let's let's see how we can convert this into an opportunity because I'm really happy if you're able to share how do you do that so that our listeners can also start working on it. Yeah, absolutely. So it really is a practice skill. You know, if you meet someone that has a more positive outlook on things or can find empowering meanings throughout life, it's not because they woke up and they were just that way one day. It's because it's a skill that they've practiced over time, the same way that we build a muscle in the gym or the same way that we, you know, learn to do calculus or higher level math or anything else that you might learn. Um, it's a practice skill. And for me, um, reading has been one of the greatest ways for me to broaden my mindset and learn new ideas um, that change the way that I see situations. And it's really easy to get in this fixed mindset where what we think is or, and what we see, we think it's real and it's factual. And this is the way the world works. But um, the more we learn, the more it actually breaks down those belief systems and those barriers. And we start to see, oh, there's actually different ways to look at things. And so I think reading and exposing yourself to new material, listening to podcasts like this um, is, is a huge way to grow your mindset and and start to notice um, the positive things in life. Now, there are more you know specific tools that you can do beyond just reading, getting a good peer group, listening to podcasts, finding mentors. You know, there's there's gratitude journaling. There's meditation, exercise. All of these things will start to actually shift your mind and and make you um, more susceptible to the empowering meanings in life. Lovely. Whenever I ask this question, I, I always uh, get these amazing answers, you know, that reading a book, having a good coach or a mentor and listening to podcasts, consuming the right material and acting upon it. But I think that's something that you touched upon is uh, having a gratitude journal is mm-hmm. it's something unique and I think it is also a practice when you get into a gratitude journaling uh, you start it, it's it's where you thank everyone in your life who has been kind to you and even in situations I think which you feel that 
things have not gone right with you i think accepting it and just thanking god for the life that you have but it's something that uh, that i do how about you or what's your gratitude journal uh, style like which you can maybe share with us yeah that's a great um so you're familiar with tony robbins and uh i am as well and there's actually a gratitude exercise that he teaches and the one that i learned i actually learned back when i was in university so it was a perfect time in my life and so i've been doing it for you know over 10 years now and the one that i do it's really just taking specific time to to sit and think about the things that i'm grateful for and so for me i don't actually write down but I take three minutes and it's specifically timed where I'm thinking about things that I'm grateful for. And by doing that on a day as a daily practice, I actually do it when I'm driving. And so by doing it regularly, I'm better at it. And I start to notice all the things that we're grateful for. And that's the idea behind the gratitude journal. If you take the time to write stuff out that you're grateful for, you start to notice it more around you. I think that sounds very handy because I think for everyone who is out there, uh, you know, in university or working right now, graduates or people who are listening to us from all the different across different ages, I feel that giving two or three minutes in a day is not a lot to ask for. And I think what it does when you sit with yourself and not talking to anyone, just accept with yourself, it really calms you down. And whatever mess or chaos that you are in in that particular situation or stress, it gives you a little breather and you are able to go and do that work better. And with the gratitude, I think the the most beautiful part is that you feel a bit of a positive energy inside you and that happens. So I think that could be a challenge that I would like to give my listeners that why don't you start doing it today? Start with a minute, one minute. That could be all. And I think starting just thank your friends who has done something good for you if that's what makes it easy for you to start and then i think you'll start slowly you'll build on that so moving on from that aspect of having a gratitude journal and internally making yourself strong i think the next question i would really like to ask you now that a lot of things things are happening out there in the world in an external environment and we are getting affected and we will be getting affected throughout the life. But how do you channelize your internal energy? One that you've already mentioned, gratitude. What else do you do to keep your mind, body and soul so strong that you can deal with every situation and you don't get you know disturbed with things that happen? Sure, absolutely. I think that, um, you know, the base for me, at least, it, it begins with energy. And whenever you have a higher level of energy, it's much easier to deal with problems. I don't know if you've ever noticed in yourself, whenever it's late at night, you might start to have more negative thoughts, you might start to become more worried about things as opposed to early in the morning when it's like, yeah, I'm going to go out there, I'm going to kick butt today, everything's going to be great. And then it wanes, you know, throughout the day. And so for me, um, trying to find good food to eat, and then also exercising is a huge way to quiet my mind and and kind of and really keep me on track. It, it makes it much easier to handle difficult challenges. Um, one of the things that I also do to quiet my mind is meditate. It's, it's a super simple practice. Um, there's so many apps out there now that you can do it with and you don't have to do it for 20 minutes, do it for eight minutes, do it for five, 
And you'll be amazed at the, the amount of quieting of the mind that happens from doing that kind of a practice. And then, you know, I think beyond that, it, it just comes down to feeding your mind. So by having a good peer group, finding good podcasts to listen to like this, uh, finding good books to read, going to seminars, if you can do that, those types of things will feed you and keep your focus in a good direction. Because a lot of times, whenever we start to feel overloaded, feel um, down about life, feel like we can't take on a challenge, it's there's usually things that we're doing specifically that are making us feel that way and making the challenges bigger. And whenever we feel great about life, there's specific things that we're doing to help ourselves feel great. And so noticing what we're doing whenever we feel bad and what we're doing whenever we feel great is a really good way to um, individualize um, what, what helps us take action. That is a very, very important point. I think you have made over here and I want to emphasize on that for everyone who's listening to us. That Mark, you just said that you need to understand your thought process or your feeling when you're feeling good and when you're feeling bad, just so that you can understand where is it coming from, what is the source of your thought process, so that you break it. In I mean, as as I think Tony Robbins says that you know breaking the pattern. But I think thank you for bringing that up because for people who are listening to us, we always get into this mode of you know thinking negatively at once, and it happens with me also at times. And how do you get out of that? What is the source? That is the most important thing, the root cause. So if you are dealing with something that you're not able to, you know, go past and you need some sort of help, maybe you are the best help that you can get. So sit with yourself, try and analyze. And if you able to get few points that, you know, what would be the reason, I think go and share with person you feel that they can help you out with who is a bit more experienced. So I think these two, in my understanding, this combination works. And thank you so much, Mark, for um, being on the show, sharing your journey with us because uh, it truly helps when someone with such challenging times uh, in their life have gone through it and also come out of it with such a great mindset and sharing those tips with everyone so that they can also imbibe those things in their life. So thank you for doing this. And just before you leave, I would like to ask you, is there any quote or saying that you would like to leave our listeners with that really resonates with you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, going back to Tony Robbins, he, he says all the time that, um, success without fulfillment is the ultimate failure. And what that means to me is that you don't, it's, you don't want to just go after getting a lot of money or getting a lot of titles. You really need to learn to enjoy yourself along the way. And just remember that you get to do these things. Like I get to be on this call with you right now. I don't have to do it. It was it wasn't like oh I got to do that again or oh I've got to go to work again or whatever the case may be. And so just remember, yeah, that a life without uh, success without fulfillment is the ultimate failure. Now that was a challenging story. Not having to complete his degree on time, to being a successful businessman of two ventures. 
and having dealt with several lows in his life mark had the right mindset to go ahead and overcome those challenges and really get what he wanted please follow us on spotify google or apple podcast also if you have any comments you like to give any feedback or if you really like to listen to someone please follow us on instagram my first step ever underscore in and let me know and before i take a leave i would like to say start believing in yourself and most importantly keep believing in yourself i am ishani nigam your host for my first step ever signing off for this week and eagerly waiting to have you and our next speaker again for the next week see you